G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie offers some interesting insights on the last days. The future may be better than you even imagined. Have you ever heard the expression, oh, it was just like heaven on earth? (laughs) Maybe it was a beautiful sunset you saw in Hawaii. It was like heaven on earth. Well, one day it is going to be literally heaven on earth. Heaven and earth are going to merge together. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. It's surprising to new Bible students that for a thousand years, heaven will actually come down to earth. That portion of God's end times plan is called the millennium. Now, it's a little mind-bending to think that heaven and earth can coalesce. But today, on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to see the clear teaching of God's Word. It's part of a plan the Lord put in place at the very beginning. Pastor Greg continues his series now, End Times, Living Like Jesus Will Return at Any Moment. message that's titled, There's a Better World Coming. This is a little series we're doing on the end times. And so let's talk about our future. So grab your Bibles and turn to Revelation chapter 21. And while you're turning there, I'd like you to pray with me if you would please. Let's pray. Father, you've told us in the book of Revelation that there is a special blessing promised to the person who reads, hears, and keeps the words of this book. Well, Lord, we want that blessing. And we ask you to bless our time as we read these words. Help us to hear these words. And most of all, help us to keep them. In Jesus' name we pray. Again, the title of the message, There's a Better World Coming. You know, it's always exciting to get a new version of something, isn't it? Like the new iPhone or the new Android phone. People will wait in lines. They have the latest edition. Or maybe it's something else that's new. It's your favorite TV show has a new season. Or there's something new over on Netflix. Or it's a new shirt or a new whatever it is. New things are cool. And how about a new car? There is nothing better than the new car smell. I have a friend who got a new car and I was in it the other day and it just had that luxurious new car smell. So I left a burrito in it just to kind of, you know, bring him back to reality again. He'll figure it out in about a month. No, seriously. But we like things new. In fact, advertisers have figured out that if they put the words new and improved on a product that it will make you want to buy it. Now the fact is the only thing new and improved may be the packaging, but still we're attracted to the idea of newness. Well guess what? 
God loves new things too. And in his case, it's not false advertising. He's telling us what our future is and it's really gonna be new and improved. Because yes, a better world is coming. Let me pick up where I left off last time. We talked about the rapture of the church. When Christ will catch up all true believers to heaven, the rapture is when he comes as a thief in the night. On the heels of the rapture, and really not until after the rapture, we have the emergence of the coming world leader known as Antichrist, the beast, the son of perdition, all titles for him in the Bible. And he comes off initially as a man of peace at the halfway point of the great tribulation period after he has rebuilt the temple for the Jewish people. He commits what Christ calls the abomination of desolation. He effectively desecrates the temple and the final part of the tribulation is when he imposes his mark on people, establishes martial law. No one can buy or sell without the mark of the beast and everything culminates in the battles of Armageddon and then Christ comes back and establishes the millennium. The millennium. It means 1,000. What is that going to be like? Well, let's talk about that. Number one, in the millennium, which is the 1,000 year reign of Christ where Satan is chained up, we know this, there will be world peace. World peace. No more war. No more terrorism. No more nuclear weapons. Isaiah 2.4 of this time says the Lord will settle international disputes. All the nations will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. All wars will stop and military training will come to an end. Won't that be awesome? Number two, in the millennium, the thousand year reign of Christ, there will be joy and happiness and no more disabilities. Am I speaking to someone right now? who has a disability and you're wheelchair bound and maybe you're wheelchair free. Uh, like my friend Catherine Wolf says, she had a severe stroke and found herself confined to a wheelchair. But she says, I don't like the phrase wheelchair bound because I've never been more free in my life spiritually. But whatever it is, if you have a disability, I'm sure you would love to not have it any longer. And in the millennium, when Christ rules, we know that those disabilities are gone. Isaiah 35, 5 says, when he comes, he'll open the eyes of the blind. Unstop the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer and those who cannot speak will shout and sing. How glorious that day will be. Also in this millennial reign of Christ, people will live super long lives. Isaiah 65, 20 says, no longer will babies die when they're only a few days old. No longer will adults die before they've lived a full life. No longer will people be considered old at 100. Yeah, I like the sound of that. I read about a woman whose name was Emma Marino. And at that moment, she was the longest living woman on earth. She made it to 117 years. She credited her longevity to the following. Every day she ate two eggs, but not cooked eggs. She ate two raw eggs and also cookies. And she was quoted to say, well, I don't eat much because I don't have any teeth. 
Well, I guess that's her secret. But then there's another woman, only 116 years old, who credited her longevity to eating bacon daily. I like this girl. Uh, she had a steady diet of bacon, eggs, and grits for breakfast. There was a much younger man who made it to 110 years old, never sick a day in his life, and he said the key was garlic, honey, cinnamon, and olive oil. And his dad gave him a stern warning. As a young man, he said, never eat hot dogs, and he never did. But then I read about another dude that lived really a long life as well, and he said the secret to his longevity was hot dogs. Here's what I find interesting. Raw eggs, cookies, bacon, no tofu and no kale in any of these diets. So I'm coming up with a new diet that will help me live longer. Bacon, eggs, cheese, cookies are good. Hot dogs for sure. But seriously though, the Lord will extend the human life. We're hearing from Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA today, revealing several characteristics of the millennium the thousand-year reign of Christ upon the earth. Thanks for joining us here on A New Beginning. Let's continue. Number four, in the millennial reign of Christ, the animal kingdom will be subdued. This is good news to me because I'm an animal lover. I pretty much had every animal you can have. I've had many dogs. I've had all kinds of birds. I've had parakeets and finches and cockatiels and uh, even parrots. And then I've gone through all the reptiles. I've had all kinds of snakes, large and small, and lizards and turtles and even some amphibians. And then I've had lots of tropical fish. And then I've had all kinds of little creatures like guinea pigs and hamsters and mice and rats. And I have to add that one of the best pets of all is a rat. They can be very nice. I don't mean the kind you find out on the streets. Hopefully one you get from a pet shop that you can tame. I've had all of these little animals. I've never had a cat, by the way. <laughs> I don't know that I ever will. But here's what the Bible says about the millennial reign of Christ. It says the wolf and the lamb will be together and a little child will lead them. Uh, Isaiah 11, 6-9, the wolf will romp with the lamb, the leopard will sleep with the kid, the calf and the lion will eat from the same trough and a little child will tend them. How nice that would be. So your little kid says, hey mom, I'm going to go out and Take the lion for a walk. I may even ride the lion. And mom will say, okay, have a good time. No worries. This is the millennial reign of Christ. Also, there's going to be number five, universal justice and righteousness when Christ is reigning. Uh, Psalm 72, two says, God will judge his people in righteousness and the afflicted ones with justice. He'll defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. No more corrupt lawyers, corrupt judges, corrupt police officers. No more injustice, no more frivolous lawsuits, no more theft or looting or even spam calls. No spam calls in the millennial reign of Christ. No acts of racism of any kind. There'll be justice for everyone. Number six, the curse that came upon the world because of sin will be lifted. We're told in Romans 8, 19, all creation is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Everything on earth has been subjected to the curse of God, but all creation anticipates the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. 
So people won't age. People won't have the effects of sickness in their life. And seven, holiness will prevail. Today the opposite of holiness prevails. Evil is celebrated. Goodness is made fun of. But there's going to be holiness in these days. Isaiah 35, 8 says, The main road going through the once deserted land will be a highway of holiness. And evil-hearted people will never travel on it. You know, I was in uh, North Carolina not too long ago, and they have a highway there, a freeway called the Billy Graham Parkway. <laughs> That's a cool thing, to drive on a parkway uh, dedicated to uh, North Carolina's favorite son and the greatest evangelist, I think, in human history, Billy Graham. So this is even better than the Billy Graham Parkway. This is the highway of holiness. And at the end of the millennium, heaven and earth effectively become one. Let's look at another passage, Revelation 21. I'd like to read verses one to six with you. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle or the dwelling place of God is with man and he will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be their God. Wow. Have you ever heard the expression, oh, it was just like heaven on earth. <laughs> Maybe it was a beautiful sunset you saw uh, in Hawaii. Maybe it was being out in nature in the forest somewhere looking at the stars at night. Maybe it was the best restaurant you ever went to and you had the best meal you've ever eaten and you said, oh, how can I describe it? It was like heaven on earth. Well, one day it is gonna be literally heaven on earth. Heaven and earth are going to merge together. Sometimes people say, you know, uh, as a Christian I'll die and go to heaven and live there with Jesus forever. Well, that's actually not technically accurate. Yes, if you're a Christian, when you die, you will go to heaven. But you won't stay there forever because the scripture teaches that heaven is gonna come down to earth one day. In fact, over in Ephesians 1.10, it says, God's plan is to bring all things in heaven and earth together under one head, even Christ. Jesus will make earth into heaven and heaven into earth. Even as that wall of separation that separated us from God called sin will be broken down, so also will that wall that divides heaven and earth be broken down. It's a new world that's coming. It's a better world that is coming, but it is not a sequel. It's a remake. Here's another detail given to us in the Bible. When God brings the new earth about, there'll be no more ocean surfers. What can I say? They're going, whoa, dude, I'm not stoked about that at all. Actually, no, I don't know any surfer that talks that way, by the way. But when people do imitations of Californians, it's always like, whoa, dude, cowabunga, you know. Well, no one talks that way. But if it makes you happy, go ahead and mock us here in California. We can take it. But seriously, surfer dudes, there won't be any ocean. I know that's depressing, but <laughs> if God takes something away, he'll only give you something more amazing in its place. And so just think about how great this is all going to be. Now, at this moment, 
two-thirds of the earth's surface is covered with water. The remaining one-third uh, has large areas that are rendered worthless because of mountains and deserts. There's only a small portion of the earth's surface that is inhabitable. But uh, when God establishes His kingdom, all of those barriers that separate us now will be gone. The barriers that separate nations will be gone. The barriers that separate uh, areas where people live will be gone. There'll be no divisions at all. And I might add, there'll be no racial divisions either. When we get to heaven, the Bible tells us in Revelation 7, there's a great multitude which no man can number from every nation, from all the tribes and the languages standing before the throne, people clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. And so everyone's going to be there from every nation, from every race. This is going to be a glorious day. Pastor Greg Laurie with some great encouragement about what's ahead for believers during the millennium. And next time, Pastor Greg brings us some more insight on God's plan for the last days as he continues his message, There's a Better World Coming. That's tomorrow, same time, right here on A New Beginning. For a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called, What's the Big Deal with God's Name? Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.